<laughs> hey, Brian, catch. Ow. It's the baton. Why did you hit me? <laughs> it's your turn to do the do the intro there, All right. Well, today on Desktop, we're talking about weddings, Pokemon updates, and Andy's hot math professor that he would totally bone. That's not true. <laughs> this is Desktop. Hey. Hey. What are you... Hey, stop that. Put down that knife, Andy. <laughs> oh, God. Andy, please. <laughs> just slashing about. That's. It's a good arm exercise. Just start thrashing. I'm fighting a ghost. Yeah. It's an enchanted knife. It's a chanting knife. It's a chanting knife? It, yeah, chants. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but only when no one's around yeah and only inside your mind it's like yo ho yo ho and i think like oh me. well that hey. wasn't what i pictured but all right well it's not your dagger so you wouldn't know <laughs> it's not a dagger it's a knife <laughs> it's a dagger <laughs> now it's a triton oh. what are you gonna do about it hmm. a triton just has three knives at the end it's just a fork are you saying triton trident 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 Tri- trident Okay. I couldn't tell if you were saying Triton, like King Triton. Oh, from The Little Mermaid? Yeah, or if you were saying Trident. It's Trident, like the gum. Yeah. Yeah. What's with that? Why do they call it Trident? <laughs> yeah, that's weird, right? Uh, I don't know. It's like, because I get the dent part, because it's like dentists. Is teeth. that why they call it that? Teeth. It's because that's like it's always branded as like, oh, Trident will help you whiten your teeth kind of thing. Like, but that's why they call it that. Or are you speculating here? This is a 100 percent pure guess. But I know isn't the Trident thing like nine out of ten dentists like. I don't recall, but oh, and this is the first (laughs) phone lookup of the session here. Brian, the. uh... Human Encyclopedia coming at you once again with some all from, knowledge. All from my brain. <laughs> your eyes roll back to the back of your head and you're like, beep, boop, calculating, <laughs> scanning knowledge database. So. <laughs> On the Trident Gum uh, page, it says. Trident is a brand of sugar-free chewing gum. It was introduced by Cadbury in the United Kingdom. In many other European countries, Trident is branded as Stymorol gum. Stymorol? Stymorol. It is generally the same as Trident. The Trident is also a Greek sea god, a symbol of the Greek sea god Poseidon. Oh, so they didn't so, call it. <laughs> no. Ah, yes, for Poseidon. For Poseidon. <laughs> Our offering to Poseidon is this gum. The sea god <laughs> created this gum i just i feel like it has to be because the slogan is the great taste that is good for your teeth so it's all very teeth centric well i i understand that but i think it's more of a coincidence if you can't i don't think it is there's never a coincidence (laughs) (laughs) i just don't 
what would the first part be unless there were like well, three dentists right like the so, trident right so maybe it's together. for when people used to have three uh teeth. rows of teeth like sharks and so to keep the teeth clean we had to chew trident yeah i remember my great grandma was telling me about how she had to have like a special tool for her three rows of teeth yeah <laughs> yeah yeah people back really the they'll really gnash you up yeah yep i was gonna say something but then that just kind of spiraled into this um you know poseidon filled three rows of teeth adventure here so So, but tridents are named for the three like quote unquote teeth that are on the ends of them so that's why they're named i thought you were about to say for like the three dents that they have (laughs) no because, I mean, those are, it's like three dents, right? Well, dent no, is actually, like... there's only two dents. Dent is Latin for teeth. Really? That's that's why I'm like, this is where I'm getting at. Okay, okay. I thought you meant it was an abbreviation for dentist. No, and it's, I was like, it's You're like crazy. The, the root word. Okay. That's why I'm like trying to figure this out. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess in hindsight that made sense, but I didn't know that. So that's the thing I've learned today is that... <laughs> Dent is Latin for teeth. Don't ah, you hate it when you get a teeth? Ah, in, don't you hate it? When, ah, oh, oh, what? What? Why is it called trident? And it's two syllables. Trident shows its Latin roots. The first syllable, tri, three, as in three enzymes, combines with dent, teeth, to give us trident. Trident had developed three patented enzymes that fought against the buildup of tartar on teeth. And that's it, <laughs> folks. <laughs> You well, can you can stop listening. <laughs> wow, cyber sleuth over here. Yep, I found it. <laughs> we can <laughs> the just, first one. This is probably going to be our shortest episode. Yep. Well, Goodbye. Thanks for listening. I uh, definitely appreciate you giving us your time. <laughs> Imagine if that was our podcast. If each episode yeah. was maybe five minutes, and we posted them every every Wednesday. Yeah. It's like very humble amount of time, you know, in between podcasts, you listen to our five minute ramble about something and then you move on. Yeah. It could be five minutes. You discover something every day. Kind of reminds me of when I first moved out of my parents' house and I would stop over there and visit them for like five minutes and get yelled at. And then I would go home. Yeah. Just enough to. Just enough to remember why I left. (laughs) Just enough to remember why Trident was named Trident. Yeah, that that was sad and also not true and fictional, but it wasn't. So, um, what have you been up to, Brian? <laughs> uh, this week I haven't been up to too much. I know last week I was sick and oh, I got sick the day after. Oh well, I thought it was food poisoning, but it continued well into the next week. So I think that rules out food poisoning. There's a stomach bug going around. So Tyler and orientation got it. Yeah, another person. Uh, I forgot somebody else and the orientation crew got it. Hmm. And then you told me about it. And all day that day, my stomach had been cramping. And oh, the next no. day I got it. Oh no. Yeah. So yeah. it's a bug. It's going around. Well, hopefully I'm done. I think uh, today is the first day I've eaten like real food. Yesterday I tried a little bit. Um, Dent. <laughs> and, uh, Really haven't done too much besides that this week. I did buy The World Ends With You for the Switch, which I've been meaning to do for a long time because that's one of my favorite games, and I played it on the DS. 
Mm-hmm. So how does it hold up? Uh, the game is phenomenal. The problem I'm encountering uh, without a stylus, you to use it as like a touchscreen um, is is really fun, and it's it's very similar to how it used to be, but dragging your finger around like i got big fat meaty fingers is not as uh precise i guess as using a stylus so i'm figuring that out because i'm having trouble with the first boss being able to to dodge because i keep instead of uh dashing i keep accidentally triggering attacks so i can't move out of the way quick enough so do you prefer touch controls over the um using the joy cons i haven't done that yet Okay. So uh, I only had enough time, really, a couple hours to play with my fingers and get kind of used to that. <laughs> and, just playing uh, with my fingers. Just playing with my fingers. And then uh, I think later today I'm going to try with the Joy-Cons. Well, so. after you do that, you need to let me know. Because I, I remember when they first announced that I, I knew you were a fan and I asked you about yeah. whether or not I should get it. It's uh, it's on, The reason I bought it, it's on uh, clearance, new copies for $30 at GameStop. Nice. So I was like, oh, well, I need to buy it right now. So. I just now started playing The Order 1886. Yeah. Um, notorious for being super stupid short. Hmm. But now, at this point in my life, that's a great thing. <laughs> I, need a, I need a short game experience. I can't... It's so hard for me to get invested in a game long enough to complete it. So, yeah. Especially if it's not on Switch and I can't take it anywhere. So, yeah. it's this weird... It's the year 1886. You're in London, and you're a cop, and they're... And it's just normal information. Everybody knows this, but there are just werewolves everywhere. And oh. you have to, if there's like terrorism or something, they're like, ah, oh, it's the werewolves. You oh. got to go, got to go get them. Interesting. Yeah. it's, it's When pretty... did this come out? Uh, it came out, I think, three years ago. I'm oh, say. okay. Yeah, it's kind of old. I don't think, like, I know the name, but I didn't know there were werewolves. Yeah, neither did I. It was a weird, and it wasn't a big reveal either. The game just kind of started, and I was walking around, and then I was attacked by a werewolf, and someone was like, oh, it's a werewolf. Here's how you fight it. And you're like, oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. I Anything that that I, I even remotely think sounds like a military game or anything like that, immediately I have no interest for. So that that is part of that, I think. I am 100% drawn to aesthetic. Mm-hmm. If it has like a cool aesthetic and art style... I'll blindly get it. It doesn't matter what genre. Okay. And that one had like this weird steam. I don't like steampunk very much, but this had just the right amount of it to where it was kind of cool. So also I gravitate towards PlayStation exclusives because I feel like I'm losing money if I don't get it (laughs) because I bought a PlayStation four exclusives. Okay. And if they make an exclusive that I don't buy, yeah. Then why did I buy this PlayStation? Why did you fucking buy it? Yeah, like this game has to be at least a little good yeah. if PlayStation is making it an exclusive. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That sometimes that leads me to getting some garbage games, but Well. Yeah. You Anyways. have to have garbage to appreciate the not garbage. There you go. And you know? if there's if there's one takeaway for anyone listening to this podcast, it is that Trident Gum is <laughs> called trident because there's three enzymes that help bite black off teeth and dent is latin for teeth yes good but job this was a close second you have to go through the garbage to, to know what's good that's a close second well besides that what have you been up to um nothing much really i've been working on my show 
uh-huh. um, which I will give you some more updates on that on another time because I'm finally ready to talk about something that happened last week. You're ready. I'm ready. Um, I've recovered fully from the event <laughs> and oh, I'm no. ready to kind of go into it. What happened? I went to my sister's okay? wedding. Oh, and my life was forever changed. <laughs> All right. Follow me here. I'm so here. I'll, I'll start things off kind of small and then I'll get larger. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's what she said. Um, but the rehearsal dinner was at the aquarium. So we had our rehearsal or whatever. And I'm going to kind of skip describing that because I want to save all of that for the, for the end. But after the rehearsal, we go to the aquarium and it's like this really large room that, that had been rented out surrounded by tanks with fish and stuff. And halfway through I'm eating with Dana and I kind of look and I see a ladder inside one of the tanks and I'm like, Hey, is that ladder always there? And she's kind of staring at it for a little bit. And ultimately we just kind of shrugged it off because there were no other developments and nobody else knew anything. Well then later I'm kind of looking at it, pondering again. And then I see a foot come into the tank and I'm Ah. like, Oh, what, what is this? And a scuba diver dives or climbs them down the ladder into the tank. And I'm thinking, this is a weird time for them to be doing diving stuff. But then they pull out this giant billboard that has, like, this countdown timer for the wedding. Oh. And it was kind of neat. And people were taking their pictures next to them and all this other stuff. And I was very curious about how how did the diver know when it was time to go back up? Because at one point, instead of anybody being, like, pointing, gesturing up, like, oh, you can go now, we're all done everyone just went back to eating and the diver was just kind of floating there looking at everybody through the tank. It was kind of funny. Anywho, that was probably the most boring part of the whole thing. The wedding starts and the wedding begins with this giant. Okay. Well you pull up to the venue and there's this huge staircase and each step is painted to where it makes like a picture of a bunch of roses that say wedding of Abby and chase. And you're like, wow, that's kind of crazy. Then you walk up the staircase, and it's like this really long wall just made out of roses. You're like, nice. okay, I like that. That's that's cool. Then you walk inside, and it's this big ballroom, and there's a bunch of people kind of getting things ready for the reception and stuff. So it's kind of nice, but it's also kind of chill. Yeah, whatever. You turn the corner, and there's this huge hallway, and the hallway has all these tiny little divots where candles are in, and they're all lit. So you're walking through this long hallway of fire. then you make it into this giant arena space it's all the chairs are arranged in a circle with like this huge circle platform Uh that the wedding will take place on so everyone kind of gets a good view or whatever this is also surrounded by these huge glass cylinders with like all these candles inside and the ceiling is covered in dangling roses Hmm. also in the corner is like this huge it's not huge it's like a mid-sized orchestra that is playing the playing select songs from lion king um disney pixar's up and the greatest showman oh and they're they were only there while people were waiting for the ceremony to start which is maybe 20 minutes yeah so i'm just looking at all this trying to calculate how much all this costs and i'm now it's now occurring to me why the whole planning process seemed so stressful for everyone yeah it's because they were putting this together like oh okay you have to coordinate all this to happen at a 
at very specific times yeah yeah so then the wedding starts and it you know it's okay whatever it's, it's a wedding it <laughs> it ends and then the party starts okay so then a whole bunch of people like come out of freaking nowhere and they're like rearranging the room and stuff yeah, and everyone's yeah. working their way into the reception area and when you get to the reception area it is like a carnival there's a giant popcorn vendor guy there's like a giant cotton candy vendor guy it's like an open bar but they have like custom portraits of all of abby's pets and the name of each pet is its own cocktail oh interesting Um, there is a air an uh an aerial bartender who never touches the ground there are two women in these like (laughs) silver metallic looking morph suits that are doing flips and tricks and stuff on these hoops coming from the ceiling and they're pouring champagne in everybody's glasses oh wow and that's like in the center of this area yeah there's a joan rivers impersonator oh my god like her own camera crew going around (laughs) interviewing people for like for the wedding i love that video or something so that's happening uh then there's like this huge hyper realistic deer sculpture um on this table and later you find out it's a cake yeah it is a very realistic deer later in the night chase like bites into it and it's red velvet yeah so it it was just it's kind of it's kind of messed up but (laughs) i appreciate it i appreciate the craftsmanship and it was just it's kind of cool interesting um then once all that was kind of finished we headed back to where they got married and they transformed it into this giant rave thing yeah um and they also had these like huge banquet tables and if you were in table number one that that was the place man it was this really long uh last supper like table with all these everyone had everyone had rocks with their named engraved on them on each table and stuff so dane and i were at table number one because we're vip we're cool like that your Um, family yeah (laughs) vip no my family didn't get to sit at table number oh, one. No, yeah really? no wow. yeah i was a groomsman so that oh. gave me the yeah, wedding party yeah. yeah yeah it was cool um so then uh i'm trying to we were served lobster mm-hmm. and chicken fingers um then we were served like a salad and then a cake and then a salad or it was a cake then the chicken tenders and um lobster and then cake and then there was a second cake, which was the bride's cake. And then there was a third cake, which was the groom's cake. And then after that, um, everyone started drinking and partying and stuff. And all these, like, um, the lights were flashing and it was just blaring music. And everybody was passing around these giant flashing fedoras and then sombreros. <laughs> oh, no. And then there were these, like, Hawaiian hats. <laughs> and people were throwing out lays and sunglasses and like flashing rings and stuff and there was like a team of four guys who were professional dancers who were just i guess paid to just break dance in the middle of the floor or something so that was weird and then after that boot bootleg characters started showing up so what is i this? got to see bootleg mickey mouse and i got out to dab <laughs> what and then bootleg stitch from lilo and stitch showed up <laughs> and it was like in those costumes to where they were huge costumes yeah. but you know those like yeah bootleg children's birthday party things uh-huh. yeah it was that and then bootleg Belle from beauty and the beast showed up but she was on stilts oh and she was and she, everybody was just tossing these light up rings <laughs> it was crazy and then, I, what you're describing to me i'll be honest like 
I can't picture. Dana, it's beyond the limits of my imagination. Dana described it the best. You know the SNL Stefan bits? Yes. Describing <laughs> describing this wedding is like yeah. Houston's hottest club. Yeah. <laughs> it's Bell on stilts tossing light up rings as Joan Rivers a Joan a Joan Rivers impersonator interviews you and an aerial bartender serves you champagne. It was crazy. Then at the very end when everybody was pretty shit faced and uh-huh. ready to go home, these like tuxedo waiter looking people with these trays started like coming in in swarms yeah and they open the things on the trays and it's whataburger oh yeah we all got whataburger as parting gifts it was just this huge it, this huge amount of whataburger just up for grabs <laughs> at the very end so everyone took whataburger had a huge photo op in front of like this rose wall and then everyone yeah. just kind of stumbled and dispersed into groups just trying to walk home go home but yeah. oh and then the last thing so Abby and Chase left in like some carriage yeah. thing at the end. And you know how everyone throws rice at them. As well, we all had like these huge, like, um, you know, those t-shirt like, guns. Yeah. You know, those 15, That's what you're holding right now. Those $15 like... huge tubes and you do it and it goes boom. And yeah, a bunch of confetti yeah, yeah. flies out. We yeah. all got like those $15 heavy grade confetti launcher things. So oh. we did that. And I was like, man, this better be biodegradable. Cause I don't know how people <laughs> are going to clean this up. It was crazy yeah um yeah it was it was insane it was absolutely insane and you could definitely tell that this event was funded before my parents began the divorce process (laughs) because that definitely wouldn't have happened that would not happen now (laughs) that was insane in the membrane (laughs) i cannot believe it happened the sheer you know yeah, yeah it I keep saying it was crazy, but Brian, it was. I no, I, I'm it with was you. I, crazy. I'm with you because I'm not with you at all in the description. Like, I think I was with you until, um, hmm. When did I lose you? I don't know. It must have been the characters, like the Joan Rivers impersonator. I think was like the moment <laughs> where I was like, huh. I can't picture that. Yeah, it was, it was insane. It's great. I can't picture it. She walked up to me and she was interviewing me. And she said something along the lines of, I think it was it was for her wedding video, which I probably butchered because she asked me, she goes, have you learned anything from your sister? And I go, no, <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> and there was this like long pause and she's like, oh, okay and then she starts laughing and then there's another pause of her waiting for me to elaborate and i don't (laughs) i thought it was really funny but you know i hope she thinks it's funny if it makes it to the video it will be yeah i guess they may just be like oh no that's not worth it yeah yeah there were photographers and stuff everywhere too but that that i'm led to believe that that's a normal thing though yeah yeah Yeah. i used to work at a wedding venue so Really? I, uh, I would do like the setups of of uh different uh tables chairs that kind of stuff so if they were doing ceremony outside i would be setting up inside okay. that kind of thing so how stressful does that get um it wasn't very stressful uh the woman i worked for who was uh the owner of the venue and like a wedding planner she was very very cool she was uh her and her whole family were very very nice and so it was a great job i just it was 
a lot of moving tables, a lot of moving chairs. If I may ask, how how much were you making from that? Um, I actually made a pretty good amount. I don't it remember. Sounds like it. I don't remember exactly how much. The only problem with with that, I probably would have stayed there. Uh, the only problem was that it wasn't like. I was working every weekend. It was very sporadic. It was kind of sporadic. And so it was like, I couldn't really count on it. So Mm -hmm. I was like, "Ah, I kind of have to find something. I had originally actually intended to move for school and that, that didn't happen, but that's what I ended up saying, you know, I have to move. So, Uh but uh, yeah, no, it was very interesting. I went to a lot of weddings. I feel like just having wedding at any point in your job title just adds like an extra 10 bucks to regular salary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a good. I did wedding photography once, and I hated it. Yeah, it was way too stressful. And like, yeah, once you don't was, capture their moment. Once it was finished, it yeah. was terrifying because all their pictures are on this tiny card. I yep. can't. I have to go straight to the computer and dump mm-hmm. them. I can't. You could just imagine if you had lost them. Ye- Man, that <laughs> I I could not imagine. That's why I'll never do it again. Yeah, I thought it was doable at the beginning, but no, I I'd, yeah. I'd much rather be able to yell and be mad at somebody else than be that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. So, anything exciting happen? Anything funny happen? Um, I got my dad to dab. That's um, good. Two pictures. I two pictures were taken that night on my phone. Um, the first picture was my dad dabbing. Uh, and then the second picture was my cousin took a picture of Dana and I when we made it back to the hotel. We made it maybe five to ten feet past the door, and then we passed out. And our bodies on the ground looked like um, what is it, Michelangelo's David, where <laughs> or no Adam, the creation of Adam, yeah, where yeah. God's putting his hand out, <laughs> and then Adam has his hand out and their fingers are touching. That's what Dan and I looked like passed out on the ground. <laughs> Why did you get to the? Why didn't you get on the bed or something? Couldn't make it. <laughs> Couldn't make it. We, we I, um, I tried my best, but yeah, didn't make it. I, yeah. uh, Dana woke me up at like seven a.m. Apparently, she at some point in the night made it to the bed, <laughs> left you on the ground, yeah, and she <laughs> thought that she would decide. She decided to help me at around seven. Yeah. I woke up to her tapping me on the head and she helped me get in the bed. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, those are the two pictures. Those are the big stories. That's good. Um my childhood best friend, uh, I hung out with him until until junior high and we kind of separated. Um You separated, was it amicably? Yeah, yeah. We we were just going in two different directions. Yeah. He is definitely more of a uh country, you know, outside, <laughs> you know, um hands-on type person and I was an indoor play video games. Yeah. That, you know, wasn't going to work out. Yeah, it wasn't going to work out, but he's he was one of Chase's groomsmen. Like hmm. apparently he's really close with Chase now. Interesting. And so it was just really weird being a groomsman with him thinking, "Wow, one of my brother-in-law's best friends was my childhood best friend. He stole him. Yeah, he stole him from me. The fuck, dude? <laughs> I called dibs. <laughs> but yeah, that was weird. Um, but yeah, just the absurdity of the whole thing was just the weird part. Um, yeah, but the, we it had everything. It had everything. There was one uh, bridesmaid who just kept talking shit about the maid of honor 
Hmm. That's good. And I got to hear a lot of it because um, they were kind of sitting with an earshot. Uh-huh. And that was great. That was great entertainment. Um, when the maid of honor was giving her speech, um, this other person was, I don't know what her deal was, but she was just railing into it. And <laughs> since I wasn't a part of any of that drama, I was all about it. Cause yeah. it was funny. It gave me something to talk about, <laughs> but yeah, that was, it. that was it. Nice. Well, I give me one second. Yeah. You're processing. I no, I, I think I, I might've found something. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is a setup. This is a thing. Oh, okay. So I found... <laughs> this is... Okay. Andy, did you see the new Pokemon Direct? Certainly di- Direct. You mean trailer? Whatever you call it. It's definitely a trailer, but yeah, I saw it. Whatever. Same difference to me. It's a very interesting commentary on, uh, <laughs> on toxic fan bases. You think so? You think that's it? Yeah. I mean, I don't think... I think it was a coincidence. You might be against that, but... There are no coincidences. Yeah. I think that is too calculated for it to to not be a coincidence. I do think that this wasn't I don't think this is in response to people being upset about the national decks. I think I agree. It it over it it definitely was planned before that. Um because we had the the leak that occurred, you know, talking about it before this, you know. Yeah. Uh so the leak that that talked about Team Yell was correct. There is a Team Yell. I need to go back and look at the leak now because I think there was more to it that wasn't revealed yet. There was. Um, but also, there were a couple, which I think is wonderful. This is exciting to me. Uh, they have Galare forms. Yep, Galarian. So they're bringing back... I'm hyped. Uh, essentially, I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, because um, Mega Evolutions stayed in one generation right no they They did too they continued until this they stop here right but they oh them adding mega evolutions because i know they they were in um omega ruby and alpha sapphire yes but that was i that's what i would consider the same as uh was it x and y or sun and moon X and Y introduced Mega Evolutions. Okay. Sun and Moon. So that did span over a few yeah. generations. Sun so, and Moon had Mega Evolutions, right. but I don't think they added any new ones. But you could okay. do the ones that already existed. Okay. Because my question is, is this the first gimmick that has now officially um, happened to two separate generations in a row like this isn't just a continuation this is them saying yes forms are something that we will probably continue doing at least in my eyes i see this as that yeah however i don't think we'll know for sure until the next one right i mean but this is yes i'm all about it top hat wheezing is Yes. They always do such a good job with the first reveal because when they announced Alolan forms, they announced Alolan Executor first. And yeah. I was like, that's a very good character design. I want this tattooed on my body. <laughs> and then they announced Top Hat it's Weezing. It's too long for you. I thought, ugh, this is another. I guess I really like that vertical, the the verticality of it. <laughs> you got some good verticality on you. Just, that's a nice vertical design there. I like my men tall like you. Oh my! If you're if you're under six four, don't even talk to me. You're not gonna get swiped. Um, but no. So we were shown uh, new forms for Weezing, who has a top hat. Love it and, and a beard. 
and a beard. Uh, we were shown Galarian Zigzagoon, Galarian Lanoon. Which looks like Gene Simmons. No. And then now. Oh, the evolution. Yeah. Obstagoon, which is Gene Simmons. Yeah. So I have feelings because um, Zigzagoon is not my favorite Pokemon. I do think this makes him more interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think that there are probably people out there who do like him. But as a longtime Dunsparce fan, this this incites fr- uh, frustration in me, seeing that not only does this Pokemon, who already had an evolution, gets two two new forms and new evolution, <laughs> whereas <laughs> Dunsparce can't get one. I'm like, hmm, okay. Uh, we were also shown. Let me look up the name. I can't can't think of the name. The hamster thing. Yeah, he's a hamster. I don't and- like that one. I think it's a cute concept to have uh he looks cute in his normal form and then he can turn into like a dark type. I think that gimmick I think all the gimmicks are cool, but the character design for the regular form looks yeah. way too much like Pikachu. It looks like not to not Pikachu to me, but it just looks a little plain. Like I don't really understand in the dark form, he's purple in the middle and he's got dark on both sides, but in the light form he has light and dark, and it, it, it's confusing to me because it's not a symmetrical... Inver- it's not inverted. Or, yeah, it's, yeah, it's definitely definitely asymmetrical, which is strange, but uh, it's interesting. I don't... I mean, I never go for the... This is always the trash Pokemon to me. The, uh, quote, uh, electric mouse type that's in every every game you know it just is i usually look past a lot of them because they just kind of look like variations of pikachu yeah most of the time they have their own identity to them and this one definitely does but i don't know what it is about this one that i just do not the design i guess the silhouette of it just the shape doesn't Mm. appeal to me very much i like the idea of having like a uh, more hamster or gerbil Mm -hmm. type pokemon i think that's neat uh because I don't think we've really had that before. Um, It'd be cool if it was smaller. It looks like it's the same size as Pikachu. It'd be cool if it was like the size of maybe a little bigger than a hamster for, you know, sure. showing off it moving sure. purposes. But yeah, it. Uh, I think the size might help if it was smaller. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Speaking of Pokemon, though, or we, we can we can go back into Pokemon. But okay. I'm just also excited about this. I found an indie game project. It is called Ooblets? Tim Tim. Oh, not Ooblets looks cool. Yeah, but Tim Tim T E M T E M no spaces. It's basically a Pokemon MMO. Oh, interesting. It's multiplayer, and it looks really good. Definitely check it out. Is it with Pokemon or is, uh, creatures that it's it's cr- it's off brand Pokemon? Okay, they, okay. Yeah, it, it's not like a fan game of Pokemon. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, so it will get launched. It yeah. Whether or not the designs are strong enough to establish a fan base, I don't know. The designs yeah. looked okay. Yeah. But I definitely recommend checking it out. It looked hmm. it looked amazing. Tim Tim. Yeah. It doesn't take as many as many creative liberties as I would have liked, but it has like that base concept of you gotta catch them all, you use Pokeballs to catch them, you the battles look about the same, they evolve. Oh, it looks beautiful. Yeah, I like the art style. It's very yeah. it's uh cell shaded. Yeah, I know I love that. Yeah. 
it's an alpha right now. I don't have a copy yet, but I joined the Discord, the official Discord, and I'm huh. gonna try to score some key, Steam key or something. To I need to get my hands on it. Cool. I'm very hyped. Yeah. Um. I don't know. So that that was kind of all that we were shown. I think we were shown uh, Marnie, the character designs. Like Are you talking people. about the people? Yeah, Marnie and then Bead, Bide. You're a lot better at memorizing names than I am. Like, I goth chick and yeah, the, Marnie the is mad guy. Yeah, <laughs> she looks so mad. Uh, so Marnie apparently, all we know about her is that Team Yell like loves her and idolizes her. Um, I don't know. I I, I think she's kind of cool. I don't know if she's evil or if she's just incidentally they just like her and she's like whatever she has a good fan base yeah who who knows yeah uh i do think it's kind of neat that that it is called team yell for that reason like it's like people getting upset about stuff but in the same coin um or the same coin on the other side of the coin uh i feel as if people forget that people do have a right to say whether or not they like something or uh, and I'm not saying everyone does this, and I'm not saying those fans don't go too far sometimes. Yeah. But I think people lose that sort of like, well, that that's how people give you feedback. I mean, yeah, they I tell agree. you. And, and sometimes if you're too big and you're not listening, then a lot of people have to tell you or they have to tell you very loudly, you know, and, and that's just, that's everything. That's, you know, yeah. uh, every part of life. I mean, I just, I, I think it can be too much and I think, people aren't always prepared for it and it goes too far sometimes. But I think this whole, whole issue of like a toxic uh, fan base or culture, especially around like bringing back the national decks and stuff is, yeah. is definitely over exaggerated in my eyes. I agree. I think, um, yeah, yeah. I, you said it perfectly. It just kind of goes into, I think people get holier than thou when they're receiving yeah. feedback. Just how dare you not like instantly like what I'm giving you. Right. Right. And I think that can get just as toxic as people are making out, making the fan. People are making out. out. People are making out, you know, <laughs> people are getting so mad about this national deck thing. They, <laughs> they just, just make out with each other. Out. Um, well, I just, it's, it's frustrating for me because as someone who's like, Hey, I'm not pleased with this. Then uh, by making that statement, I'm pointed to, and I'm I haven't ever been, but just in my mind, by making that statement, then I'm lumped in with the group that's the toxic, like, you know, oh, you won't just appreciate what they give you, and yeah. that that's the ter- that's a terrible mindset to be in too. Don't do that. I think what know? a sad thing is we're buying a product. Is a lot of people I've seen arguments made, like a counter argument against having them include the national decks that kind of go along the lines of hey, Pokemon has never really been innovative. They've never really greatly changed or innovated anything, really. Right. Any big strides of changes have been very small. And sometimes they stick and sometimes they don't. Yeah. So you should just get used to it. And I disagree, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's that's so annoying. No, you shouldn't get used to it. If you're not happy, you you need to tell people. I mean, that's... That's just life. If you're not happy in any situation, I mean, that's just you just need to tell people. You just look at just larger scale protests. Yeah. I mean, that's just pro- right. people are voicing their concerns. Right. It's just yeah. 
yeah it it's weird uh i don't like it but i do like the concept that this new team explores because it's just instead of like a crime syndicate it's a lot smaller scale yeah it's a group of people who will do anything to have their person win as far as causing roadblocks keeping trainers from making it to their games they're yelling things to distract their uh her opponents um so that she wins the game yeah. they're like sabotaging all sorts of stuff i like that because their goal is very clear yeah it's not some weird i think ever since team rocket you've had maybe one or two other teams that have had semi-reasonable like, like goals every and this one has a okay i see where they're coming from yeah. that's kind of cool it's not just oh i'm a bad guy i want to use pokemon <laughs> to rule the world but yeah. you know yeah that's neat <laughs> they're not really run by a, a spearhead either it doesn't look like that trainer's we'll really in charge of it them could, i don't I mean, know we, I it could turn not. out to be that team yell is because the a giant legendary in the region is yelling and you know blowing out people's ears i don't know could be some weird story plot that we don't know for the yeah. reason to, but the other rival looked interesting too. Apparently they're sponsored by the other woman character design who clearly looks evil, hmm. who either both of them are evil and turns out that the other one's good or vice versa. Hmm. Vice versa. Vice versa. <laughs> vice versa. Welcome to vice versa. I'm Andy and this is and I'm Brian. Versa. This is Versa. <laughs> you're about to get viced <laughs> you're about to get vice script i'm mad <laughs> <laughs> whoa yeah oh so did i tell you about my math class that i took last semester no so i'll, I'll try to make this story kind of fast but i took a math class last semester and there was something said about getting a book online in the beginning of the class, uh-huh. but I never buy books unless Me, I absolutely I never, have to. So never I'm like, ah, that. fuck yeah. that. You know, I'm just going to. So I'm minding my own business. Halfway through the semester, I hear someone mention homework. I'm oh. Like, Whoa. There was homework? What? Apparently, I, I had been missing out on all these homework assignments for each class that could only be done on this website that you have to get through the book. Yeah, yeah. So I tried to buy the book and log in. But I couldn't because it was too late. It was past the window. <laughs> oh, no. So I had to set up a meeting with the professor and and basically tell her, hey, I'm dumb. I guess I missed the memo on yeah. these homework assignments. Nobody's mentioned them until yesterday. So I'm going to buy the book now. Um, can I? Is it too late? Can you open it up? And she's like, yeah, no, I'll open up the website. You just need to get a book and do your homework assignments and you should be able to pass the class. I'm like freaking thank you you're the best well a week goes by and i don't buy the book oh no yeah so finally i'm like all right i'm finally ready to get the book let's go ahead and get it i'm locked out again because i missed the second window that she opened up so at this point it's just strictly due to my negligence like it's all my fault yeah yeah you know there's there's no there's nobody i can blame for this other than myself you know i just and I just don't have the heart to meet with her again. So this is ongoing? No. no, no okay. No, no. I, I'm getting there, though. Like, oh. I didn't have the heart to meet with her again yeah. to tell her what happened. Yeah. So I'm just like, fuck it. I dropped the course. Yeah, yeah. Fast forward to now. I'm going to an orientation hawk launch thing 
um, as one of the helpers. It's a camp where new students can come in and, and learn about the university and stuff. Uh-huh. And there's one faculty member who's going on this camping trip with everybody. Oh, no. And it's that math professor that I thought I'd never have to see again. Oh, no. So I'm about to see her on Monday and Tuesday at this camp thing. And I think I've dyed my hair and got new glasses since <laughs> I took the class. Maybe she'll recognize me. You're going to have to do won't. it again. But you're going to have to do a whole I am wardrobe change. I am not looking forward to that awkward interaction because I didn't tell her I dropped the class. I just yeah. dropped it thinking I'd never see her again. And here we are. Well, just lie to her. Well, I think I'll just be very open with, hey, I screwed up. I dropped the class. What are yeah. you going to do? You know, sorry. Or you just be like, even though you said you were going to open it again, I didn't think I could finish it. Maybe. I'm yeah. an idiot. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> she was so nice. She did. She was so patient with me, and I yeah. I let her down. Is she older or younger? Um, it, It's kind of hard. They're, professors kind of have this vibe with them that Mm. it doesn't look like they really either they're they look like they're in their mid to late 40s yeah or they're fucking old yeah but there's no i can't she she looks semi-younger she's like Mm. mid to mid to late 40s probably but i'm also horrible at guessing age so i don't know so you could have slept with her she's not super old yeah i won't say that not because not not because I'm going to not because I'm going to say oh she's attractive or not but I think you still could it could I think it <laughs> when people talk about oh my teacher's so fucking hot oh, yeah I think that sounds really douchey so I won't mm. I won't go into that but yeah she is but you would but I would <laughs> she she is a she is a strong independent woman oh, okay. she is very charismatic she's mm. great. Beth math I've, I've I've dropped math plenty of times and she's the best math she's professor the best I've had. Math professor not, you've ever not, had to drop. Not not for that reason, but but she's just really great. She's a really great teacher. She's very relatable. She did that thing where she tells us stories at the beginning of class that have to do with math, but it all comes across as natural. It doesn't seem forced until you're like, damn it, I'm learning. Shit. Look at her, she's doing it. Um so yeah. Yeah, definitely the best math class I've dropped. <laughs> Would give that a uh, 10 out of 10 yeah. for all the math classes I've dropped. You, you know. know, I wish I didn't have to. <laughs> I really wish I didn't, but, you know, yeah. got to do what you got to do. Got to do it. I got one drop left, so. That's good. I, I, I did once. I dropped one thing, and I could never drop anything else. Yeah, no. I, I took an F because I was more scared because in Texas, you can only drop six things. Isn't that, can you do that for every state? Uh, no, I think it's, it's different in every state. Um, but I was so mortified that, and this is like any sort of resource in any RPG game. If I know it's limited, then I never want to use it. Ever, yeah. Ever. And so I, I dropped one thing, and I don't think, I think I thought that the time I was dropping it wasn't going to count or something like that. And I was like, oh, okay, it's still too early, but it won't count against my drop rate or something. But it did. And I was like, oh, no. So uh, I proceeded to, in my first semester of, like, my bachelor's, uh, and this is years before I knew you, uh, failing out of a a class because I didn't want to show up, and I also didn't want to drop it. So I just let it, let myself get failed. It was an art class. Yeah. Wow, what class? 
Uh, I want to say it was like life drawing or something. Yeah. Wow. That's one of those classes. It was at UH Maine, so I had to drive 40 minutes oh. there at 8 in the morning only on Fridays. And I was like, Ooh. yeah, I'm not going to do that. So I got World of, War- War- World of Warcraft to play on Thursday nights, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What year What year was this? Uh, 2011. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, let's let's take a look back here. Frozen hadn't released yet. What was the big no. Disney movie at the time? It was Brave. Brave. Brave was coming out. Um tron i think tron came out the latest tron movie everyone's listening to daft punk um <laughs> trying to put myself in 2011 i think super mario galaxy had been out for like two years there was I talk about so, a sequel yeah. people were still playing the wii <laughs> gears of war was a thing call of duty was really popular yeah, i was playing world of warcraft cataclysm wow yeah uh, i was nice. raiding at least I think I was in two raid groups at the time. I was raiding Tuesday and Thursday nights. Lincoln Park was still on Ironically Good. <laughs> Lincoln Park was still alive. Uh, <laughs> and then I was, yeah, yeah. And then that, that kind of reminds me of my next thing. Have you heard of WoW Classic? Yeah, I have. Yeah. It's been a very uphill battle to get that yeah. done. And yeah. I'm so happy that it's a thing now. Yeah. I don't play, but it's one of those it's really it's a perfect example of a bunch of people getting upset and letting their opinions heard and then people listen and do something about it this was interesting because yes and i think having an official wow classic server is nice but what was upsetting people as mmo mmos go each expansion the game changes yeah so the game state is not what it was when you first started so if you want that experience you can't have um, and there's a lot of people who really just want to play the first uh, vanilla. Yeah. You know, wow. So uh, there would be fan-made servers where it was just vanilla and Blizzard would shut, shut them down. down. Yeah. After years of operation. Right. right. Yeah. And, and these like really big vanilla servers would just keep getting shut down. And uh, the problem, even though, yes, they were operating something that they sh- uh I guess technically shouldn't have been doing, even though they weren't making money off of it. Uh, it was just a fan thing, but there was no alternative. Yeah. Um, cause world of Warcraft as it is like retail live is not that first, you know, vanilla. Yeah, it's game. not the original. There's so many expansions that have come out. So, uh, they, have, they have officially now, uh, created a wow classic server. I did the, uh, stress test this weekend so i got to create a character and play around a little bit um and i will be playing when it launches i think august 27th and it, that's free to play correct so it is with a wow subscription so if you already are paying for wow then it's free uh but if you're not then you would have to subscribe right. i'm sure there's a trial though correct yeah okay yeah. cool i might give it another try i remember when i first played i think it was cataclysm uh-huh. uh i've I don't know what my deal was, but I even now I'm so hesitant to play yeah. anything online. Yeah, I just I don't know. I was so late to the party on that, and I just feel all dirty and gross doing it. <laughs> but I played Cataclysm at my friend Brantley's house for like 30 minutes. I was a dark elf, and I realized I couldn't jump. And I was yeah. like, Why would you play a game where you can't jump? <laughs> And I never played bar. it. Again. 
What? Space bar. Yeah, you couldn't do that then. What? Was there a part in WoW? Was there an era in WoW where you couldn't jump? Because no. I remember there was like, I could not jump. It was just something that couldn't jump. be done. Yeah. Maybe oh, if it if it was, then, you know. I think you can always jump because I remember when I was playing vanilla and I was like 12 years old playing a night elf and like just doing flips, just jumping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, that butchered my story, but <laughs> I remember not being able to jump. And this is before I played Zelda too. I enjoy. I discovered all the Legend of Zelda games way later. Yeah. I don't understand people who are able to play those games when they were children because like I didn't have the patience to solve those puzzles. Yeah. When I play things now, it's much more gratifying because I'm like, oh, like, I'm actually, I know what I'm doing. Whereas when I was a kid playing those games, I don't, I just remember, like, throwing my head at the wall until something happened kind of thing. Like, so everything took forever because I'm like, you know, I'd be trying to solve a puzzle or whatever and I'd forget where it even was and I'd be in a different, you know, it just. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Now things are so much more efficient that I have an adult brain. It's so gratifying, too, to get a game that existed when you were a kid and yeah. playing it and then the child inside you is just like, I would have really liked this. Like, oh, I can enjoy it now. <laughs> I would have liked this. I remember. Too bad I feel no joy now. I asked my dad if I can get F-Zero X at a old video store that was closing down by my house and he said no you wouldn't like this and <laughs> i think that's just the thing parents say to kids to make yeah. them feel better about not getting something like oh you wouldn't like it anyways well that's one of my favorite games of all time now i discovered it <laughs> years later I think, is it out of spite like mid high school <laughs> no it's just like a really good racing game okay it's I don't like playing grounded racing games. It's like yeah. Mario. It's like Mario Kart clones, Mario Kart or F Zero. It is just, ugh, it's so good. And huh. I remember playing it like I would have loved this as a kid. There's a couple other games I've discovered that I feel that and I'm like, that's how I enjoy it. I enjoy it imagining myself playing it if I were younger. It's weird. I have to switch gears mentally to play it. Hmm. Yeah wow well time has really flown by <laughs> where is it gone where is it going you know some people say i mean time time is a is a, a social construct like it, sand through the hourglass these are the days of our lives 